Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Jodable Ages, welcome to what's once known as professional wrestling, and this is Talking Wrestling, with the host with the most, the man of the hour, the tower of power, the one, the only, Rob Rossi, and this is Talking Wrestling. Hello, people, and welcome to another exciting episode of Talking Wrestling with Rob Rossi, and I am here with you today. And we're talking about a big match. After the first episode, we talk about the team up between Eddie Gilbert and Ricky Steamboat versus the Horseman, Wyndham and Flair. And the outcome of that, Flair gets pinned by Steamboat. Steamboat becomes the number one contender to the NWA World Heavyweight title. And they decide to have a match on February 20th which was in Chicago, the UIC Pavilion. That's where they had the match, and this was a title match between Flair and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And, man, people, what a match. Unlike the crap that we have today, the horrible, terrible wrestling, these two guys tell a story. These guys were out there wrestling, moving. It was the greatest match that you guys probably never seen. But if you got the WWF Network for $9.99 and soon to be on the Peacock for only $4.99, you too can watch this great match. And man, let me tell you, the match sets up beautifully because Steamboat becomes the number one contender. He was previously at the WWF, which is now the WWE. He was retired. He got out of retirement, came to wrestling. And this match was the freaking everyday Joe. Versus the guy that was styling and profiling, the nature boy, Rick Flair. And the match is set up. Hiriso Matsui, um, what's the Hiriso Matsui? Oh, my, yeah, my, Matsui was um, his manager at, um, at Rick Flair's corner. And the match was set in Chicago. And um, you know what? It was like a pretty big crowd in Chicago. You had a few matches. I think you had Michael Hayes. Uh, Wrestle, um, Russian Assassin one. You have Mike Rotunda versus uh, Rick Steiner for the TV title. Um, you had the Midnight Express versus the original Midnight Express, but Dennis Connery skipped town, and it was uh, Jack Victory that came in. And you had uh, um, it's the first time Jim Cornette and um, and um, this guy Paulie Dangerous were in the ring together, and it was a hell of an event. And, um, yeah, the card was good. You had Lex Luthor versus um, Barry Winner for the U.S. title. You had the Road Warriors and um, versus Kevin Sutherland and um, Steve Williams. So they had some pretty good matches in the card. You had Sting and Butch Reed. But we're talking about the match that everybody came to see, the main event. Your ring announcer, your, announcer, your commentator, Jim Rose and Magnum T.A., and man, what a fantastic match they call. And this had everything. This had 23 pins attempt. 23 pin attempt. This match had everything you wanted. The drama, the 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 the, the action, the speed. It was a it was a it was a match that was 23 minutes and 18 seconds. And my God. This starts so you have the ring into Ricky Steamboat. Ric Flair comes out, you know, the big the big show, the like, you know, the belt, the robe, looking like a million dollar. Ricky Steamboat comes out there with his kid, only his kids up, his wife is behind him, enter the ring, and we have 
steamboat in green tights, Rick Flair red tights, and the match started lock up, and right away, steamboat, body fucking, um, body blocks, Rick Flair falls down, and steamboat goes for the pin account, for the pin attempt, and that's the first pin attempt, and man, my God, what a pin attempt it was, right away, because you know what, wrestlers don't get paid by the hour, so, Again, they move around, they slamming, they slapping, they choking, they're doing everything they can. And boom, another pin attempt by Ricky Steamboat. Rick Flair is like, what the hell's going on here? So he puts Flair, he puts Steamboat in the corner, chop to the chest, Steamboat chop to the chest, another chop to the chest, chop to the chest. Then move a freaking a, a, a leapfrog over Ric Flair. Ric Flair comes back to Steamboat. Steamboat does the double chop. Then Steamboat goes, hits the rope again, and does another body block. And it's fantastic. Like, you know, you can't get this kind of chemistry. They lock up again. Ric Flair is in a headlock. Steamboat put him to the ground, and they do some fucking uh, grappling. Some ring grappling on the floor, freaking ground. They're, like, moving over each other, trying to get the advantage. And so far, the matchup is pretty even. And then Ric Flair started getting a little clever. You know, he started moving around, chopping him, working the legs. You know, he's working He's working his opponent over. And um, and he gets frustrated. He goes outside the ring to get a rest. You know what? And he walks around the ring. He goes back in. And once again, it starts all over again. Fred Steamboat off the rope. Steamboat goes under Ric Flair's leg, stands up, and... Gives him a drop kick. It was fantastic. Then he threw him around again. Then Fred throws him around. Finally, Fred grabs Steamboat, just throw him over the top, and then he just start beating on him. Finally, they get back in the ring. Fred grabs the figure four leg lock, and he's holding the rope, trying to make Steamboat. Tommy Young doesn't see him cheating, and 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 Fred is holding the rope, and Steamboat is almost like tapping out, and. The crowd starts screaming, Steamboat. You know, this is where you work the crowd. You got the heat, you got the fans, and you're working the crowd, and the crowd is screaming, Steamboat, Steamboat, Steamboat. And Steamboat is in this terrible figure four leg lock. And this and that, and Fred's holding the rope. Finally, they get out of the freaking figure four leg lock, and Rick and, and uh, Steamboat start fighting again. And then there's this giant collision between the two of them that they go over the top rope onto the floor. And boom, they're down there for a little while. They start fighting, fighting. The action goes back to the freaking ring. And over there inside the ring, that's when the action gets really hot and heavy. So Ricky Steamboat go to the top rope, drops a chop to Ric Flair's head. He goes back to the top rope. He's about to give Ric Flair the flying body press. And what happened? Not only does he hit Ric Flair, he also hit Tommy Young. So Tommy Young is knocked out. Uh, Steamboat goes to check on him. Fred comes from behind, grabs him, pulls him down, try to get a in, but there's no referee. Peanut head Teddy Long come out, and he's out there checking on Tommy Young. And Rick Fred hits Steamboat, and he's about to put him in a figure four laylock. And what does Steamboat does? He gets him in a small package, and Teddy Long counts one, two, three, and Steamboat is the new NWA champion. What a fucking, I mean, what a great match. It was a fantastic match. Like, people, if you haven't seen this match, go on the WWF Network. You can even find it on YouTube. Some of these matches are available on YouTube. 
You can search it on YouTube and uh, find them. But this match is fantastic, man. A total great match. Uh, easy to watch, and I think everybody will enjoy it. But if you haven't seen it, it's the February 20, 1989 Shy Town Rumble from Chicago, baby. You know, Chicago is the time where everybody has a good time, especially on those days that are cold and a little snowy. Warm up to a nice senorita. Yeah, baby. But people, remember, Steamboat, Flair, Shytown Rumble, check it out. 23 minutes and 18 seconds, great match. And what else can you say? This is Wrestling with Rob, and I'll catch you guys next week with another exciting episode of Talking Wrestling with Rob Rossi. Thank you, and have a good one.